people want the better. They want the life that's full. And so if we as leaders begin to assemble our own life in that way, and it starts with us believing that the future can be better than it is today. Hello, my friend, and welcome to this Friday episode of A Call to Leadership. I'm Dr. Neet Sala, your host. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we just spend time together. It's a shorter episode, and we add one tool to your leadership tool belt. On Mondays, we do a Business Monday with a couple of my co-hosts, and on Fridays, I interview a guest for a long-form interview on some aspect of expertise in leadership. So for us, it's just hanging out, and uh, whether you're in the car, whether you're perhaps exercising or relaxing or taking notes, just hang out. And my hope, my goal is that you'll be inspired to learn something about leadership that adds value to your life to help you aim for greatness today as you progress as a leader. This is my opportunity to just give back. And so it costs you absolutely nothing but your time, which is so valuable. And that's why I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you're here. So here we are, the last episode in this series of what effective leaders do. And this entire show is about, of course, effective leadership. But these are just particular aspects of it. And then after this series is over today, I'm going to start a brand new series on leadership next week. So definitely tune in for that. So today, the very last episode, what effective leaders do. Now, I can go on and on and on and on, but I'm going to talk about one thing that I believe is so essential about effective leadership. And I've seen it time and time again, and I've attempted my own life as a leader to emulate it, and I've written about it in most of my academic writing and my popular press writing and in many of the talks that I give on leadership. And it's this, leaders, effective leaders, inspire. They don't go in to necessarily just dictate what to do. It's important to set boundaries and guidelines, goals, outline, map, prepare, plan, present, execute. Yes, but effective leaders, the most effective leaders are inspirational. What does that mean? It means that they come in and they, wherever they go, it's like if you've ever seen the Nile River, right? On the banks of the Nile River, it goes through the desert in Egypt. And the banks are green and fertile because it nourishes and it prepares. And so the leader who is inspiring is someone who breathes new life into a room, who presents the possibilities of a better future and enlists others to join in that better future state, to join, to say, let's go make something that was completely impossible possible. You think of inspirational leaders in your own life. Think of a parent, maybe a teacher, maybe someone who you worked for. It could be a friend. Think of how you feel around them because how we feel matters. You know, we can take emotion we think out of our leadership and out of the workplace, out of families, out of parenting. No, we are emotional creatures. Humanity, we are emotional creatures. That's a must have is understanding the emotion that is involved 
in decision-making and motivation because emotion gives us motion. Of course, it's not the end-all, be-all. But even in motion, you think about how we, we propel people forward. And think about even the word inspiration. So when we, what we mean by that is to excite, to breathe life into either a project or an endeavor. It actually comes from the Latin, which means to inflame or to blow in. So when you inspire something, as if you're blowing air over a flame to ignite it, to make it grow. Now, in leadership, there's all different ways that we can inspire. And sometimes it's our words. Sometimes it's our deeds. You know, when we think about like what we say to inspire, we are talking about how we speak to the human condition, how we speak to each individual's needs and desires. So we have to know what our people need to hear so that it will compel them and propel them to move forward. You know, you may have someone who works for you and perhaps their situation is dire. Perhaps they're worn out and tired. Perhaps they've had a rough go and you simply help them to see a better future. Give them a moment, give them some kind of encouragement. Boy, encouragement goes a long way, friend. And help them to understand and see progress. Sometimes it's your own action. Sometimes the situation is dire. Perhaps funds are running out. Maybe if you think about during the pandemic that we had, businesses were failing, lives were failing. People needed courage to stand up and fight another day. And you provide that courage to inspire people to not give up no matter what the circumstances are, no matter how difficult, no matter the trial, no matter the tribulation that we will overcome. That's inspiration. I think of William Winston Churchill. I mean, you're talking about in the Second World War with Germany just bombing and bombing and blitzing. England, all they're alone here. America's not in the fight. There's very little hope. And what does Churchill say? We will never give up. Inspiring people to just fight another day. Perhaps it's not that epic. Perhaps it's not the world-changing inspiration. Maybe it's simply you're working to help someone to see the benefit of joining your cause, your worthy cause. I think of a story with Steve Jobs. He was moving into a phase with Apple and he was trying to woo this guy named John Scully, who was working for Pepsi. And he was trying to get John Scully to come to Apple. And he, over the course of a year, not able to get John to move over to Apple. And he said something to John, finally, that inspired John to come and work for Apple and leave Pepsi. And here's what Steve Jobs said. He said, do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life or come with me? and change the world. Now, how about that for inspirational, right? Now, it's not just talk, right? Because Steve Jobs believed that he was going to change the world. And not only did he believe it, he had the skills, the resources, the talent, and understood what needed to be done to change the world. Ironically, John Scully was part of Steve Jobs' demotion, long story, maybe I'll tell it in another episode, from Apple 
because there was a power struggle. Now, Steve Jobs eventually did change the world, but he had to take a little detour. But he was a man of inspiration. You think of Rosa Parks on that bus. She didn't take the seat that was assigned to her. That was courageous. And so she inspired a nation. There's all kinds of people in this world who inspire us to reach higher, to go further, to give more, to sacrifice more. I think every day I wake up, my own spouse inspires me. I think of her courage. I think of her dedication. I think of her commitment, her care. I think of how she believes in me. And so it inspires me every single day to get up and fight the good fight. Do not give up, but fight the good fight. Don't give up. As long as you have breath, do not give up. Be inspired because tomorrow can be a better day. Even if today is bleak and dark, tomorrow can be a better day. And if you're not inspired, surround yourself with inspirational people. Don't surround yourself with people who are naysayers, people who just zap the energy out of you. You know who they are. I know who they are. We've both had them in our lives. And perhaps we've even both been that person. But there's people who just take the life out of you. And you leave a conversation. And you're like, whoa, where did all my energy go, right? I don't think despire is a word, but they just drain you. You want to be around people who give you life, who breathe new life into you, and who you breathe life into them. Edify and be edified. The word edify, it's a word that means build up. Build others up and be built up by others. Find new circles. You know, negativity breeds negativity. Positivity breeds positivity. I love to be around people who are energy givers. And I turn around, I give energy, right? And I leave those conversations electrified, ready to do big things. And you say, well, Nate, I don't know if I have any of those people around me. Well, you know what you can do? Start searching. Start searching. And it doesn't necessarily have to be people who you see every single day. It can be people who you don't see. It could be people who are in a book, people who are on a podcast, people who are on a YouTube video. And here's the thing about inspirational people. If you begin to find individuals in your own life who, just find one person who can inspire, they know other inspirational people. And they will teach you how to be a person of inspiration rather than desperation. And as you begin to reform your thinking, reform your behavior, people will become attracted to that because people want, they want the better. They want the life that's full. And so if we as leaders begin to assemble our own life in that way, and it starts with us believing that the future can be better than it is today, it's hard to fake it though. And what I've found for me personally, the most inspirational way that I can live and that I can be a role model, a positive role model, is to be committed, to be totally committed to a cause that I love. Let me repeat that. I can be totally committed to a cause that I love. And this could be in business. It could be in family. 
can be personally. When I was doing triathlon many years ago, I so loved the sport and I had a church group. We started a ministry at our church called Fit for Christ. And I wanted to inspire people in my church to join me for their very first triathlon. I love the cause of health. I loved how you could get more energy so that you had you weren't just sitting there watching TV exhausted every night, but you had energy to, to spend time with your children or your grandchildren or just get out. Your mind was sharper because you had blood flowing. Your heart was stronger. So I invited all kinds of people of all shapes and sizes and ages, no discrimination whatsoever. I believed in each one of these people that they could finish that line. This was a sprint distance triathlon. It wasn't a, a super long one. It was flat course. It was in a swing pool outside. It was in August, so there's plenty of time to train. So what am I saying? Inspiration also means realistic expectation, right? Don't inspire without realistic expectation. Have realism associated with that inspiration because what you want people to be able to do is you want to be able to them to have stretch goals but accomplish those goals because if you push people beyond what's possible to where they can't reach it, that inspiration then does turn to desperation and sometimes depression. You have to give them a pathway to reach the desired outcomes to achieve. So, guess what happened? Over 50 people signed up and showed up and finished, crossed that finish line. It was just, it was beautiful. I mean, it was totally magical and magnificent to see that, to be a part of that, and to watch from March to August, just the level of engagement and victory. And once you give people access to a place where they didn't even know existed, and you liberate people, because leadership is freedom fighting. We're freedom fighters. We're liberators. When you liberate people from some level of bondage, either they knew or they didn't know they had, inspire them. Give them the tools and resources to succeed. It is just exquisite. And I was so moved. It was just incredible. Now, I actually won a trophy. I actually got third place in my age group. And then, well, my son, who was just a little bitty guy, he got a hold of my trophy as we were leaving. And he, he broke it right in half. So I was like, wow, well, I guess there's no way for me to get haughty and arrogant after that. And I mended it for a little while. And then I realized I really didn't need that trophy at all. But what I, with the real trophy, because the real trophy were those 50 people. It was actually a record. I think there was a record for that event that that many people came from one place to participate in that triathlon. And to this day, people talk about it. That was over a decade ago, friend. That's the power of inspiration. Perhaps inspiration isn't in a personal setting for you. Perhaps inspiration is in the family. Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's in different places. But the model can be utilized in any one of these areas. Perhaps you have a teenager at home. I've got a teenager. And sometimes that teenager needs to be inspired just a little bit. Needs to know that this difficult, crazy time called the teen years, this confusing time between a child and an adult, 
it's going to pass. And I will walk with you every step of the way as you embark on a better future. I'll help you. And that's inspirational. If it's in a business setting, perhaps you're at a crossroads with your organization and you need your team to step up because you're growing. Maybe your business is just growing like crazy. And you're like, whoa, this is a problem. Rapid growth is actually a problem in business. We call it it's a liability. And so how do I mitigate that issue? I involve my entire team. I share that, hey, guys, we are growing. And we need each and every one of you to give your very best and sometimes more than your very best right now and get total commitment from them to know that you're committed to them, to the organization, to growth, asking them the question of, are you committed to reaching higher and further than we ever thought possible? We'll do it together. We'll struggle together. We'll grow together and we'll celebrate together. We'll experience the victory together. Inspire. Don't just tell people what to do. Don't just give them orders. Give them a sense of purpose. Give them an understanding of why this cause is worthy and why you love to walk with these individuals along this worthy cause. Inspiration goes so much further than any other ability of a leader to influence their followers. It's not the end-all be-all. It's not the only thing we do. But if we can learn to leverage the power of inspiration because we have authenticity in caring about the mission, the vision, the values, the cause itself, and the people who we get to serve, my friend, that is a game changer. Well, my friend, we did it. I'm so honored you were able to join me on this episode of A Call to Leadership. Now, this might not be for everyone because you really have to be in a certain place in order to take the kind of steps to level up your leadership. And I want you to be taking steps. And for those of you who feel like you're ready for something like this, there's a place you can go. You can go to our website greatsummit.com. I'll make sure that's in the show notes, but here's the cool thing that we have. We've got a masterclass. We have all different kinds of events. We even have our leadership club where you can meet other people just like you to go deeper in your leadership journey. You and I will get to spend some time together and really focus on aiming for greatness. I can't wait to see you there. I'm Dr. Nate Sala, and this is A Call to Leadership.